So five ins, five outs each, mm-hmm. and we'll go through them. I'll lead us in. Mm-hmm. Please do. All right. This is Jules's second episode. This is my beautiful friend, Hoey, mm. Julia Hogarth. Mm. And I was going to do a bit of an intro for you, but I want to hear you speak. Can you tell me who you are in this moment, please? Um, it's like the hardest question ever. I it feel is. like it is. I feel like I'm constantly moving and changing and my understanding of myself gets deeper and also probably more problematic as we go. <laughs> I feel like the more I know, the less I know. Mm. Um, but let's go for the level one version because I feel like that's what we need. I am Jules. I'm a creative coach. I live on Wadarung country in Geelong. I am the owner of a co-working studio. I am a creative. I've been in my own business for six years. I'm not sure I know how to work for anyone else anymore because I'm in love with being able to follow all the pings and the taps on the shoulders and my crazy brain into all sorts of different projects and yeah I guess my big calling let's call it that in this world is to help people believe in their own crazy ideas and in their hearts and in themselves you fucking nailed that <laughs> yeah oh you nailed my that. language <laughs> oh you can swear on this podcast I will be swearing yeah. I've not. I've never learned how not to do that. I, yeah. I have. A, I have a seven-year-old. I'm still doing it. <laughs> I know. Sometimes <laughs> I do in front of Lenny too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry, Lenny. Um, he tells me off now. <laughs> tells he, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I agree with everything that you just said. The way that you summed yourself up, then your mm-hmm. gift is giving people like this injection of hope that what everything they want to come true can come true, Mm. which is really, really special because there's a lot of fear and Mm. doubt in a lot of people um, and you do it very, very well. Mm. Mm. I think that's what I always needed as even as little jewels from from such a young age, just somebody kind of sitting next to me going, of course you can. Yes, that crazy idea is visiting you because it wants to be born. You're not... It's not your imagination. You're not deluded. Like go after it if if you want to. Um, and so I try to be that for other people and I love being that for other people. Yeah. It's a very special skill and I've been in a position where I do feel that doubt and the um, the inability to move forward onto the next step. And mm. every time I experienced that, I realized how important it was that I had that support system you know, in whichever form that it came in. So the fact that you can do that is really cool. Mm. I know that you and I have chatted a lot about where we feel stuck and we need to move through some stuff. Mm. Thank you for being the person that helps to push me, but other people as well. Not push mm. not pushy way. You're not a pusher. You don't push people. You mm. show people their own goodness and their own skills and bring it out of them. Mm. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome, babe. Thank you for being here. I'm so stoked. This is one of my favorite things to do with you. 
I actually really love it, babe. I sat down and was like, this is not, I mean, it's not work anyway, obviously, but it's just not work. Mm -hmm. I love sitting down and also the, the woman in me that uh, loves to be able to explore deep things, having cert- certain questions that I know we're going to explore. I'm like, oh, feel so like juiced up. <laughs> so what we're going to do today, guys, is you've probably seen the trend go around. I don't have TikTok. I'm an old girl, apparently. Um, but <laughs> I know that the trend went around for ages, the ins and outs of your 2024. Jules and I are going to bounce back and forth doing the ins and outs of ours. So the first thing I want to do is just preface this whole thing with by no means have I nailed any of the ins or outs on my list. Same. This is this is more a list of reminders for Julia. <laughs> Babe, this is like what you said before. It's like the more you know, the less you know. Yeah. Getting older is so much more humbling than when you were young. We would have oh. been so fiercely confident in some of the things, oh. these things back in the day. Yeah, I just want to I just want to say I yeah, this is more a list of Julia reminders than anything that I have nailed or like embodied fully or <laughs> <laughs> this is more a wish list. Um and I've also taken inspiration from people around me. I think that just to what we were saying earlier, it's it's important to have those people around you who mirror truths back to you and and believe in you and and it's so important for that community to be solid so I've taken liberally taken inspiration (laughs) from my friends from people things people have said to me um and so thank you to all of those people if you recognize yourself in the in these ins and outs hi um but my first in is just to give you a bit of backstory, I watched over the break this TED Talk, which was titled The Art of Becoming Yourself. And I've been quite obsessed with this idea lately of all of us becoming better at being ourselves. And I'm inspired by that idea. And I'm inspired by the idea of helping people do that. And so my first in is curiosity for ourselves and for the people around us mm. there's that beautiful saying not my garden not my path that one of my friends says all the time when any of us are like says something remotely judgy she's like babe not your garden like oh yeah thank you for that reminder um there is i've just written a instagram post which is a list of things i've said about myself and it's everything from like I don't look good in hats to like, I could never start a co-working studio. And there's this whole list of things I've said about myself that are fundamentally not true. And in fact, I've gone on to prove the opposite. So I feel like if I can lead with curiosity this year about myself to start with, then the possibilities become so much more open and expansive and so curiosity is my first in can I ask was I'm I'm not a runner ever on your list oh, yeah. move my body in a certain way ever on your list yep yeah yep and I'm breaking through my current one that I'm breaking through is I'm not a gym girl yes just joined a gym shout out life hub Brie at life hub hi um and 
I <laughs> I'm I'm already going down my list, but um one of one of my outs permission to just jump to one of my outs. Yeah, yeah, girl. One of my outs is pretending. We're not going to pretend anymore. Mm. I was supposed to join this gym and I was anxious about it and so I kept putting it off. And Brie messaged me and she was like, "Hey babe, did you get to a session?" And I said, "You know what? I'm just going to tell her the truth cuz pretending is out." And so I said, I'm 100% anxious about coming to the gym after so many years and being out of my depth, confused, not feeling good about myself, being overwhelmed by just even the sensory information in the room. And she was like, babe, it's all good. Let's do some PT sessions. We'll get you comfortable and then you can start doing that. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing and what a circuit breaker and also the way that she would have understood that because of the amount of other people that she would have heard that from too. Yeah. Did it, does it just feel so lovely to be so transparent too? It did feel like a relief to be like, actually, I could tell you a million excuses, but actually the issue here is that I'm anxious. (laughs) Well done, babe. But yeah, I used to have a a story. I'm not a runner. I'm not a gym girly. I just, I look athletic, but I'm not athletic. Mm. When actually one of my favorite questions to ask when people like blurt out a limiting belief about themselves is is that true is it is that yeah that's a jewels that's a <laughs> copyright jewels you said that to me before yeah. <laughs> like sometimes just the two words of is it question mark is enough especially if they're as self-aware as you are is enough for that person to go oh <laughs> Hang on, that was five-year-old me. That was my mother. Oh, that was my teacher. You know, that's not actually a story you believe. Yeah, so curiosity, coming back to that in of curiosity of like, is that actually true? Is that actually true? Curiosity, love that. Curiosity is such a neutral energy too, don't you think? Mm. Being curious versus placing a negative or positive emotion versus making a judgment versus Mm. um, drawing conclusions. Mm. curiosity it's so nice I Mm. think people can mistake your curiosity for you having answers you know I've been Mm. thinking this and they'll go oh no 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 I'm sure it's not that and Mm. you can say no it's it's okay if it is but it might not be I'm just processing that at the moment just thinking Mm. through just being a bit curious Mm. and it's you're right about the energy of um uh not detachment, but th- there is a neutrality to curiosity because when I back in the day when I was a meditation teacher, I remember just being so in the practice of looking at myself or viewing my experience from a place of curiosity, like, ah, oh, I'm experiencing anxiety. Mm. What does that feel like? Why might that be? And you're not trying to solve it in that moment. You're just actually allowing space for the experience to happen and to observe. Yes. Oh, I feel that shit in my soul. <laughs> like I don't, uh, something's been going on. I think it's like a combination of a few different things and I'm not even going to attach much meaning to it. My body has been experiencing more anxiety um, and it's not in a deep, same. same. Yeah. It's not in a deep, I can feel it. it's not in a fundamental, something needs to shift way. It's in a think I've had a little bit too much coffee. Don't think I've moved my body enough today. Um, I think I've had too much time in the city and not enough time in the country. 
actually observing that from afar and not being so ashamed of my anxiety and living in it has been, and I mean, babe, this takes me back to a conversation we had about five years ago when I interviewed you about being a meditation teacher. Mm. Meditation allows you to observe Mm. in whatever way you practice meditation, whether it's surfing exercise, sitting there with your legs crossed, to be able to observe your feelings and be curious is so nice because it's honestly, I mean, I feel a wave of relief saying it. I can visualize all these different moments where I've felt my chest and gone, oh, you're feeling a bit like you're feeling anxiety. Mm. I think it really is an old story of mine that there's anything wrong with that. It's it's just a cue. It's just showing you something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I love that. I love that observing from afar, being able to be curious versus being so in it. Mm. Yeah. And in, and in, to be honest, in in a very um, in a very two thousand and twenty four kind of way. Also, if you're that curious about yourself, then then that spills out and in, into the way you see other people and see the world. And so, I mean, I I think in my view, it's much harder to cancel somebody or whatever the kids are saying these days. If you're if you if if you're curious. <laughs> 37 guys I'm not a whippersnapper whippersnapper anymore (laughs) but it's very it's harder to do that when you're leading with curiosity and from my experience this is why curiosity is the first on my list because I can in any one moment go into and out of curiosity because human being right from curiosity straight into judgment but the, the practice is coming back to curiosity, right? Yes. And giving your human self. I always call it the human self. I don't know what I mean as opposed to I think <laughs> maybe the spiritual woke self. Who the fuck knows? But, <laughs> you know, giving that human self grace to, mm. to do that. Okay, you've stepped into judgment there because so much stuff feeds into that. How do we come back? Giving mm. yourself grace. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. All right, okay, what's your first, first one? My first in. I think I, I want to start with one that like is basically my 2024 um whole thing. So I think I'll go with the biggest one for now. And that is to experience, experience, experience. And this includes the mess. Mm-hmm. So letting in things that I don't feel sure about, letting things in that don't have an expiry date, mm-hmm. have the future mapped out for me, letting in feelings, letting in the, I guess, a little bit of that more, um, not messy, that's not the right word, but that really unfamiliar expression of what you're even talking about I always say oh this is a baby thought and what I mean by it's a baby thought is I haven't had time to articulate you know articulate it perfectly Mm. and Mm. um, all of that sort of thing but I'm now moving on to a second in my big one for this year is to experience and I think that comes with the that you do need a certain level of safety to be able to Mm. do that um and I think like honestly closing down my company has changed my life mm-hmm. like in ways in my body that I didn't think it would and being at, oh that was the other thought I had the other day I'm like I freaking I did feel this 
this tension, this stress, this anxiety, but I was so go, go, go. I would just numb it out and Mm. distracted and all Mm. that thing. And now I'm observing it Mm. Um, to be able to slow down enough in my life to know that it's okay. You will be able to handle when something goes wrong. You will be able to pick yourself up. It's okay when everything's not perfect. Like that has been so fundamental for me to actually have some really cool life experiences in we're only in the first month. Mm. Um, some really cool life experiences that have allowed me to um whether it's for the do it for the story, do it for the um the plot. Let, do it for the plot, switch up the story, switch up <laughs> the game, like all of these different um ways of of doing life. I think I've I've really felt quite like turned on by the idea of just letting life in which Mm. for a very long time has been very scary for me especially um when I've been doing things from a point of trying to prove myself or trying to create something for myself you you do have to I mean your ego just comes along with you it's like who do we need to talk to in this meeting who do we need to persuade to like you know support the company all of this sort of thing you have to be this certain way which I do think takes away from that soft, smushy space of what do I want to feel? What do I want to experience? So it's really fucking terrifying, but it's been fun so far. Mm. I'll check in with you in a month's time. I could be like (laughs) down in the dirt, but so far it's been really lovely. So that's my first in is to experience life and to let in a bit of that mess. To let life in. That's really beautiful. Thank you, babe. Feel like you just spoke to about three of my outs and let's did be I? honest why did we ever think we were going to do this in a linear fashion the tessa, <laughs> the tessa and jules way is 100 yes speak to your outs babe if my you- last my last out is default driving through our life and you just said that basically in a different way i you know when you drive somewhere and you get there and you're like how how did I I did I black out how did I get here and I think we do that in our lives because maybe we are in survival and we do need to be in the comfort zone and that's a different thing but but actually for those of us who are here to grow and create having intention seeking new experiences like you just said letting the mess in instead of defaulting to I'm gonna go and build this company because that's what you do to be successful you actually did, I was with you through that whole decision of shutting the company down and you actually did have curiosity during that stage and it probably didn't feel like it, but that's a nice I think, reflection. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think, I think that you, it was that whole, you were breaking down the whole construct of like, this is what a successful OT does. We build a company, we grow, we get multiple locations we do we this is how it goes yes and so in that process I think and correct me if I'm wrong T you became better at being yourself in that process because you were able to break down that construct of like this is what society is telling me to do and therefore now I'm successful but it didn't feel good for you in your body in your brain in your nervous system yes so then, so right. yeah, you kind of got shown so much more of yourself through through that stickiness. 
And yeah. by the way, universe, we love learning the hard lessons, but also can you chuck us some easy ones? <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't have to be so up and down. <laughs> we talk about this all the time, like how good's being self-renewing? Yep, let's renew every two months. Um, I completely agree. It's sort of like your actual self comes knocking and is like, bitch, you have added five layers on that we didn't need. Mm-hmm. Clear it out. Yes, which brings me to my next in, which yeah. is play and following your turn on and pleasure will also tell you bucket loads about yourself. We, when you're a human that grows and evolves, there's so much that you learn through darkness, but don't do like Julia does, <laughs> which is we, we can't be so married to the pain if we've experienced it. There's a certain level of trauma we've gone through or or it's like years and years of dark. I, I get that that becomes a part of our identity, but also we can intentionally cultivate play and fun and in a very literal sense, like every week, this is what I'm doing right now, where in my calendar am I playing? Mm. If it's not in there, well, then it goes in. Like this afternoon, I'm going to go for a skate. I probably should, probably should go back to the co-working space and and be in there. But you know, play, pleasure, and turn on is so important to my growth as well as the hard lessons that we learn. Yeah, I think most adults really struggle with that. Yeah, like even me, I'm sort of you know creating a little bit of a list in my head. I'm like, when when the fuck do I play? When it, and when you know when it doesn't involve alcohol, <laughs> yeah, um, or like, yeah, or other fun activities. Like, where does it? Where do I feel that inner child come out? Yeah, because that's important. That cheeky little shit that just wants to like yeah. around. Yeah, I think a lot of adults have lost that. And when yeah. I, I'm when I'm that, I don't think I ever feel more than myself right yeah so so that is a question I'm I'm developing this um deck of cards at the moment and the working title for it is question everything and it's literally a deck of excellent questions and one of the questions in the list at the moment is when do you feel most yourself that will give you so many clues to this play pleasure mm-hmm. on purpose and how you can be doing bad that bitch you're making a deck of cards yeah because okay so one of my <laughs> you're like one of, so another in it's another out <laughs> too, too many ins and outs one of my outs is not creating what we want to create in 2024 like the shit that's been tapping you on the shoulder that that turns you on to think about that feels fun those things should exist in the world. And sometimes if you're like me, there's too many ideas to execute. But the ones that follow you around, those are the ones we're supposed to be bringing to life. So that is something I'll be doing this year. I love the question, what what are you doing when you feel most yourself? Oh, I love that. I, yeah. Do you know, because I've thought about this a lot for ages, I didn't have something that made me feel like that. And then I realized that when I'm riding the motorbike at the farm, yes. when I'm playing with dogs, yes. Um, yes. when I'm sitting there, um, me and Coco will put like our favourite music videos on, like R&B music videos and like dance and like yes. sing and eat 
eat shit food and just feeling so myself. Um, and I think they're really important things to hang on to. And if you don't have them, it's probably a lovely idea to find some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you one more of my ins and then I'm going to throw it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> they're all related, obviously. Yeah, tell me. Um, my last in is be weirder. Like there is, again, I'm coming back to this idea of getting better at being yourself. Like just lean so hard into your weird. Like we, I am so bored by all of us doing the same stuff because we think that's what we have to be doing. I just visited for the first time IRL, an internet friend. She lives 500 metres from me, this amazingly interesting woman who basically is a designer and uses only recycled fabrics anyway her whole house is like works of art and and um clothes that she's made and just kooky wacky stuff and I she works with so many different organizations and she works with kids and I was like thank goodness in that moment when I was standing surrounded by all this art in the form of so many things thank goodness M is leaning into her weird because she's going into some school and she's being a hundred percent her weirdest self. And some kid is seeing themselves in her and is thinking it is okay to be myself. Oh, I feel teary about this. How wonderful. I also think that adults are, are not great at being weird. Mm-mm. It's the same thing as with play. Right. I completely agree. And I think this reminds me of moments where I have like been my weird self and I, I that's one of my favourite parts about myself and I am pretty fucking weird. I think we both can be like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like the best parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'll say like, blah, 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 like some Tessa thing. And I can sense when someone's not sort of in that, they're more in that mocking stage of Mm. like they're not feeling that openness to being weird with me and they're more in the mocking like energy and and that's okay. That's just where they're at. But it does just make me think that uh, if you let it in a little bit more, maybe I could see you a bit more now too and Mm. we could just, it's like the puzzle piece comes together versus, yeah, I love that. Your, Your most those thoughts that are so like tangential of yours are my favorite. <laughs> the ones that you, you know, where you're like, and actually I'm just thinking about it now <laughs> and then you spit it out. They're my favorite of yours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like the world to be weirder. I really like that one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, over okay. to you. So another in, this is this is just, a, I wanted to, I was so tempted to just put all big deep ones, which for the most part I did. But mm. this one, stretching after a workout, a bitch is going to stretch. Oh my God. I have reached the age where I'm fucked if I don't. Like honestly. Oh. I, so yes, you know how I was like pretending you were holding up the cane before as you were speaking, you know, whatever the kids say. I was at um the concert, like Ray, I don't know if you know her. Mm. at the concert last night I'm like stretching my back and Chloe was like pretending to hold up her cane in the crowd as well I my whole body is just reaching the stage where um 
I love to feel strong, but I'm, I'm packing it in when I, um, when I'm not stretching. So that's a definite in for me is stretching my body out, which I think is pretty connected to slowing down as well. And not just focusing on the aesthetics of working out of integrating it into your whole being too. So I think there's some deeper ones there. But for a shallow little comment, stretching after a workout, that's... Um, of course, that feeds into one of my ins, which is, which is literally basic health. I've written <laughs> just drink some water, bitch. Like, honestly. Basic health. Just, just, <laughs> you know just what? At this basic. point, just a bit of basic health would be lovely. It wouldn't go astray. It wouldn't because I think we just forget when we're like faster, 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 sit in front of your computer all day. I think we just forget that actually you're just a literal animal that is actually built to be working in the fields all day and lying down and sitting in circle with other humans and going slow at points and working hard in others. And (laughs) honestly, just drink your water and stretch your body. (laughs) I know. Pretty (laughs) basics. When I work on um, anxiety with some of my clients, when they're not moving their body or drinking their water, I'm like, we got some stuff to talk about because it is just small basic things, isn't it, where um, that can help us. Yeah. Um, yeah, the small things are the big things, truly. Mm-hmm. And I will say it, it, I have to remind my clients this all the time, and this and this is a very unscientific um, measurement that I have been using with myself through my whole infertility fuckery. Your body probably takes on average, and I'm basing this purely on myself and going through so many rounds of IVF and, and, you know, all that crap that I went through. Your body on average takes at least twice the amount of time as your brain to process stuff. Yeah. So give it grace, give it time, drink your water, stretch your body, and and don't uh, try not to get frustrated when, you know, you're not. You're not fully over it within the month. Yeah. Or yeah. or like have a six pack or whatever you think. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant if when your body hasn't moved through the stuff, but also yeah, trying to both. both. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've had that with the remembering and the forgetting conversation on this podcast before, actually. Yeah. Just just even if you are a therapist or a coach or someone who has learned this, quote, unquote, how am I back here, quote, unquote, it actually, it is, I believe, what we're here in this human form to do is to remember and forget our humanness, our spirituality, the lessons, like we're here to body at all and so of course there's gonna be moments where we forget that yeah. maybe we don't need to live the tick box life right like if you like if you truly deep down from your heart want three kids the backyard the stable life the corporate job like if that makes you happy thrilled for you and go for it of course you can have that but if that isn't it for you because it's not for me, well, then you will be shown. <laughs> yes, exactly. You'll be shown. Through discomfort. Yeah. And that leads me to one of my outs, which is that discomfort equals bad. Mm. Let's, mm. Not do, let's not do that anymore. Mm. 
Because I know exactly what you mean. It's like a, it's a sign. It's a bit of an alarm bell. Something's going on. You're feeling discomfort. What's the, what do you think the other state of being is where maybe, maybe it's not completely comfortable, but it could be really good for you or Mm -hmm. could be, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I think what I will say here is that our, the society that we live in, the patriarchal, capitalist, crazy, oppressive society that we live in says that the aim of life is to be happy, right? I call complete bullshit on that. When I actually hear, as a coach once said to me, to be all of the time in peace and love and joy, like that takes away actually from from the juiciness of those states not to have the answering dark you know anyway so discomfort equals bad you're you're broken there's something wrong with you like the, all these things that we think when we're in discomfort you've you've done this wrong you've fucked that up you've failed all the things we tell each we tell ourselves when we're in discomfort i would like us to get to a place where we know that discomfort equals growth mm. and that whether or not it feels good in that moment because it usually doesn't, when we're in it, we're in it and it feels like you're in the tunnel or it feels like you're down the hole and you're never going to get out. What I would like is a little tiny kind of answering voice that you allow in that is like this is happening not as a punishment but something is coming here something is coming for you and not being taken from you I wish I knew that through all of the darkness that I've been through okay everyone my um my mic has packed it in so just so you know for the rest of the conversation you'll just be hearing my usual voice um instead of through my mic setup so hopefully it's okay um it's through a mac which has a relatively good inbuilt sound system um but i'm so sorry if i sound completely different um just a bit of a heads up so sorry sweetheart you were saying that um your shout out to your beautiful husband Mm. who said during a conversation we had late at night uh, last year, I said, how are you feeling? And he said, I'm experiencing a lot of discomfort, but it's actually the discomfort of growth, not the discomfort of misalignment. Mm. And I remember just being like, first of all, annoyed that he's so woke without trying. <laughs> but second of all, I was like, oh, so many times we think that the discomfort is because we're off our path, but actually it's part of the path. Yes. Yeah. There's not been one period of darkness I've ever gone through where I haven't come out the other side and been grateful for it. Not one, not any of the failed IVF rounds, not any of the times that I was on the floor just wishing truly that I was somewhere else. Not one time have I ever come through discomfort or darkness that I haven't been grateful. You were exactly right. Mm-hmm. And the our ability to push out that threshold for discomfort is also so important for us too, right? I think that might be what has allowed me to have a bit more mess and things like that is to be able to sit with that discomfort mm. because it can be uncomfortable and not perfect. And it, and it, it hard things. We can do hard things and mm. and also there is a time there is a time for that. 
I really feel like when we're in survival and we're not in a place anywhere close to thriving, that it can be unsafe to sit in discomfort and it and it may be appropriate to numb yourself or avoid because there's a time and place for working through hard trauma. Yeah. But I think on the discomfort level that you absolutely can be with it. Mm. I love that one, babe. Have you got any more outs for us? I've only got one more. Maybe, shall I say some of my outs? Yes, please. Mm, You'll laugh at this one. I have stopped. I realized I was moving for everyone on the sidewalk. (laughs) I was really hoping you'd spit the water in your mouth out then. I saw you take a sip and I was like, I wonder if she'll (laughs) spit it out. I just realized that, I don't know if it's a Melbourne thing, but maybe I was just being like a pushover. I was just moving for everyone. And I was like, when the fuck do people stop, start move like, when do they stop moving for me? And then I just started staring straight ahead and just marching forward and like people were moving for me too. Mm. So, and I know um, maybe that's a little bit of my own ego, but part of it was where do I um, apologize for just taking up space? I know that that's, again, a deeper level to same as stretch your body, connection to body. But um, yeah, just made me realize that I sort of cave for some people and not, I, you can move as well. Uh-huh. So that's been another one. <laughs> it's related to my last out. Of course it is. It is. Of course it is. Um, apologising for things you don't need to apologise for. <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. 100%. My, mine's linked to that, explaining yourself where mm. you're not being heard. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you know you've had good intentions it's not necessarily right and wrong but you know that you've you've done your best um you know that you've communicated yourself properly what can you do what more can you do how much do you try and convey your side of things your your own validity and everything like that when you're not being met Mm -hmm. and if you know if an apology is apologizing for like a lot of us are apologizing for existing yep yeah yep apologies always remind me of my friend Vanessa that I used to work with back when I was doing corporate work and she's English and she literally used to just apologize all day long and I remember one day she I bumped into her speaking of bumping into people I bumped into her and I was like oh she said oh sorry and I said that was me she goes I know (laughs) I feel that in my soul. <laughs> like, still apologizing. Yeah. Feel that in my soul. And it's it's like can look really sweet and things, but it can stem from feeling like you're in the wrong constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you need to apologize for being there. And in in for me, I'll just say this as a quick one is embracing the small things, simple pleasure, peace, calm, and that's linked to an out. My out is needing more. I don't mm. want to need more. You know that quote, having it all is knowing you already do. Mm-hmm. Needing less input. And it, that's a really hard habit to break, actually. I don't want to sound like a basic bitch in saying like choose the peaceful path and like <laughs> move to the country. So I won't I won't crap on about that because I know everyone knows that like logically. I think it's a really hard habit to break when you are hardwired for mm. lots of input and chaos mm. and 
movement and change. I think that actually stopping and embracing really small pleasures and peaceful states and trusting, even trusting other people can feel really, really hard. Mm. Um, And this isn't a trauma episode or a past triggers episode or anything like that. I don't want to bring it to that, but so much feeds into the the amount of peace you can allow yourself to have. Um, Mm. So that's, that's a big one. And that definitely covers one of my outs is needing more, um, and I I want to know what you think about this because I think we've spoken about this a little bit. An out, I think this is my last out. Sorry, truck. <laughs> the pleasures of being on Chapel Street. Um, accepting others' projections of you onto you. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I seem that way. Oh, I must be that way. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to change their perception of me. I need to da 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 da. No. People's projections of you is informed by so many different things through their lens. I'm not accepting it anymore. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And you, a great level of yeah. self-awareness if you can catch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't feel true for me. The, the problem in that area for me is when someone's projection hits across a wound I already have about myself. So that's when it's so easy to accept it because you're already looking for evidence that for for me it's a worthiness thing, right, always. Once again, how am I back here? But if somebody, I'm always looking for this evidence that I'm unworthy, right, so when somebody gives me evidence, it's like straight in. I'll just let it straight in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like where is this? This is what I come back to all the time. Where is all this work I've done to, to show myself that I'm worthy? And so that's a constant practice for me can you give us an example like when it is um a situation like that would that be someone saying oh you're not feeling are you not feeling worthy at the moment and you accepting that or what's an example it could be anything anything that doesn't make me feel included or I I've been reflecting lately about um yeah, that worthiness piece in all of us, it can come in so many different forms. I can't think of a concrete example, but it can take, doesn't actually have to be an explicit sentence from someone. It can just be a circumstance. Yeah. What is an, can you think of a time where someone has projected their version of you onto you? And when I say projected, it means they take their version and they put it out there onto you. E.g., you are, um, they might have had an experience where they, what's an example, where if you go through the fertility fuckery that you've been through, you will always experience discomfort around a newborn baby. Mm. Then that projection that they then put onto you is, Jules, it's all right. We don't have to go and see the new baby. And whether is that's not your reality. Your mm. reality, had they have asked, sorry, I shouldn't assume that. It might be your reality. Mm. This is just an example. Mm. Should they have asked, they you might have been able to say, no, I'm fine. And there's been times when you're like, I'm fine. That was really, mm-hmm. that was cool. I was so, mm-hmm. it was so neutral in my body. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that because I know that that's a therapy word and I'm trying to not say so many therapy words. Um, so when I say projecting, that's what I mean. Have you because I asked this in another podcast with um, another friend, Tash, have you ever had someone project 
what they think of you onto you where you've been like, oh, that's how you see me. Mm. And that's not true. It happens all the time when people come into the co-working studio and meet me for the first time because a lot of my marketing is online. And as we know, it's like 0.0001 of your whole self is what goes on a 15 second story on Instagram, right? And so people are often like, oh, I thought you were like this because they've filled in all the blanks in their brain. And that when they meet me, they say, because I could be shy, Julia, when they meet me. And they're like, oh, I thought you were way more confident. Or, oh, I thought you were whatever the thing is. Or, or I was intimidated by you because you seem so cool. And, and I have to say to them, and he's like, I- I'm just... I don't know if this is explaining myself but I have to say to them I am a giant nerd I'm a dag I'm I'm not a cool girl like <laughs> I feel so much sometimes I have to lay on the floor just uh-huh. succumb to it I'm um, so human yeah and yeah so that's when it happens most for me I think and yeah it does happen with the fertility stuff where meeting a newborn baby can be the last time was incredibly healing so yeah, I think when you spend a lot of time alone with yourself, you it's easier to detach from people's projections because you actually know your true nature if you're doing that. Yes. And then when you feel it, it's like, no, that doesn't sit with me. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Thank you for saying that. Mm. And if anyone else has that where they're experiencing that from other people, just get clear on what you know about yourself. What do you know about the the intentions that you have, the thoughts that you have around this situation? Get clear on your reality. Otherwise, you'll be vulnerable to what other people's version of your reality is. Mm. Mm. And we're all projecting all of the time. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's a, it's a great way to detach from people's idea of you is that they're, they're lens is completely informed by their conditioning, as is yours. So yeah. how can it be, ever be the true representation of you? Yeah, and and quite frankly, how could we take something personally when it's like a thousand different things made up their mind? It wasn't necessarily us. Mm-hmm. 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 It usually mm-hmm. isn't us. I reckon 99% of the time it's just all what's going on in their lens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, my love. And did you say you had one last in? I had one last in, and this is specifically for people that are, what describing word am I going to use? Sometimes I'm such a word nerd in my brain, I'm like flicking through all the describing <laughs> words, and it's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but those, this is specifically for those of us who are hungry for like a big life or like, to to become those of us that want to become better at being ourselves and and disconnect from anyone else's version this year what i would like to see for all of us is an elevated focus on what we want it doesn't mean we can't be in play and we can't rest and we can't treat ourselves better and we can't become better at being ourselves but an elevated focus on what we want and then following that with action. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if what you want is a company or what you want is more peace. 
putting time and intention into that to create it as part of your reality for me is something that's very important this year. No default driving. We're not doing that. So when you say to have that action ready, is that to pull you out of the default driving because we do fall back to our default habits and having that action plan there can begin to change the way our we're doing things? Mm. Yes. I think if if you want to be that focused, it doesn't even have to be like hyper-focused, laser-focused, all these bro words. <laughs> um, literally one thing a day or a small thing a week or just putting energy towards what you want mm. and and even just as a practice questioning why you do what you do mm. um my beautiful friend charlie has this um manifesting exercise which is visualizing what you want through a keyhole and we have started in our language to each other asking each other what do you bringing through the keyhole and and I recall at the start of this year being like I don't even know what I want (laughs) how can I be sure of what I want when I don't know who I am and I'm you know trying to be curious but nothing's landing but even just asking myself what am I bringing through the keyhole in this moment like what am I asking for yep can be that elevated focus I'm just simply asking myself a question and it can be that simple Mm. I love listening to you. There's a <laughs> I wish I wish you could all see Tess's face. Uh, I'm just like I drop in like honey. There's just a moment where what you say lands, and I think you're exactly right. Is because I remember remember I was saying to Jed, he was like, "What's your five year plan?" I was like, "Babe, I don't know what I'm doing next week." Like I used to have my life planned out ten, 10 years in advance, and now I. I don't know, something's just shifted. I think it's sort of that, you know, make plans and God will laugh. Mm. I think the really sweet thing that you just said is that you can still be manifesting through what you want to do or feel in this current moment. Uh huh. I love that. Sometimes that's all you have. Yeah. Especially when you grow a lot and rapidly. Yeah. I think we forget yeah, when, when we're plan because I'm like, it'll be different <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that we have this tendency to like be in a moment and be like, what have I done with my life? And forget to be looking back like at our 2023, for example, and being like, look at all the stuff I moved through. Yeah. Right? Not it's just achieving thing. stuff, which is which is the outward versions of success that we get told to strive for, but actually like how, how many things did I move through? How many different versions of myself did I become and and was asked to become? Thank you, world, for laughing on us every <laughs> minute of every day. <laughs> That's a beautiful thought, isn't it, that we take take the growth that you've had in the last year and just imagine the growth that you will have experienced in a year's time the, all the ways that you've softened all the ways that you will have like stood the fuck up like all of these different things those small intrinsic things um yeah that's really beautiful i love you so much thank you so much for speaking to me and thank you so much for giving light to some very human things because i I can see why the people who come into your studio 
could project onto you that you are always cool, calm and collected. You mm-hmm. are always alive. You are always creative. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, babe, you're pretty fucking close. Like you are, because I know, I know a lot of sides of you. You are still to this day, no matter what you've been through, a very dynamic human. And so I can really understand why someone could perceive that. But to hear you speaking on things that are so human, like I'm such a dag, I have doubts, I worry about my self-worth, I experience anxiety, is always just so nice. And I think that they're the bits that hit people because I think we we that whole remembering forgetting process, we forget that other people have insecurities. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything about them. It's like, oh, they're just, they've got an insecurity. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to receive those words. Another in, receiving compliments, people. Mm-hmm. I have a friend and I tell this story all the time because it's so wildly outside of what I normally do. I have this friend that you give her a compliment and she just looks you dead in the eye and goes, yes. Oh, that's, that's, so it. that's it. And just pauses there and it's almost even uncomfortable for me because I'm, I'm just like, look at this human just receiving fully yeah. the compliment I'm giving to her. I love that. It's kind of like Phoebe on Friends where she goes, yes, well. <laughs> yeah. I think Coco has shown me how to do that as well. She goes, because it's not me. I'm a bad bitch. Like, obviously, <laughs> something's going on with them. I'm like, fuck your, her confidence is refreshing. I mean, I don't want to put her on a pedestal either. She, we all have insecurities, but um, yeah, it's nice to fully receive it. Can I ask, how can people find you if they haven't already found you, which I doubt because you're a bad bitch on the gram. <laughs> Any projects that you've got coming up, any ways that you can support any people who need support being their most authentic self coming up? I play most on the gram, which is just julia.hogarth. I'm about to launch my new website, which will be juliahogarth.com.au. And I have physical products coming. I've just opened one-on-one coaching back up. Um, just one-off sessions. I play, thank you for the word dynamic. I am most dynamic in a once-off, let's play and juice up your current project kind of way. So I've got those up. If you're local coming to play at Sonda Studio, my co-working studio is a great way to get around the energy of our community, our creative community as well. It's my favourite way to play because we get to hug and sit next to each other and, you know, have those human moments of, like I did this morning, drinking coffee and then immediately having anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Talking about being a human, that is something I did today. Knowing full well, just going back to that basic health, Juliad, you do not need it. Um, But, yeah, I play most on the gram. Beautiful, babe. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I love your brain and I love the way that you articulate what goes on in your brain Mm, thank you for having me thank you babe